Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Now, today I want to talk about saying no. Saying no so you can stay more focused and focused on your business and the activities you have to do to become successful at selling or just being a business person or an entrepreneur. Now, this is what I've noticed about people. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. He says people will ask you to do things and he try to find different ways to kind of take you off course off your focus, and I've noticed that people use at least four different strategies to kind of pull me in, suck me in to what they want me to do. In other words, take me away from my focus. The first one is guilt. They try to guilt you into doing something. Like, Victor, you need to do this. You need to get back. You've been fortunate. You have, you know, that that responsibility to give back. Which leads me to number two, the second hook they try to put into you. A hook is a mental hook where they try to pull you in their direction. And the second one is obligation. Victor, it is your obligation as a human being, as a good person to give back to the community, to give to others, to give to whoever, fill in the blank. I get this a lot. Victor, uh, it is your fiduciary duty. Oh, I like that phrase. It is your fiduciary duty, Victor, to really give back to your community and help out. And again, I'm thinking to myself, why is this an obligation for me? The third thing they use is time. Sometimes they say, look, Victor, I really need your help on something. I don't have a lot of time. Can you help me? Now, we've all heard that phrase, right? An emergency on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. And sometimes people use time like an emergency, need to get it done. Victor, can you help me? Well, if I'm focused on my job and my business and I need to do certain things, then I need to focus on my tasks. I can't worry about the fact that you were irresponsible with your time or allocation of time. People try to heap that responsibility on you. The fourth strategy, the fourth mental hook people try to put it put into you to get you to do what they want is something that we use in sales, the foot in the door strategy. Now, the way the foot in the door strategy works is you get a small commitment and then you get a bigger commitment, right? That's the way it works. Again, listen to some of my, some of my other podcasts to get more detail. But so, they get you to do something small, then they want you to do something bigger. So I've had people say, Victor, you know, can you help me with fill in the blank? It's only going to take five, maybe at most, Victor, 10 minutes. And then you know what winds up happening you wind up spending more time than you care to admit working on this project. So these are the four things that people do to kind of get you to do something, pull you away from your focus. They guilt you into doing it. They tell you it's an obligation. It's urgent on their part, not yours. Urgent on their part, so they need to get this done. Or they use the foot in the door. Hey, Victor, can you just help me with this one small thing? And the next thing you know, it turns into a bigger thing. If you know what I'm talking about, just kind of nod your head. I can feel you from here. Now, Here's what I've learned to do. I've learned to say no without having to say no. Here's how I do it. And that is, one of the first things I do is I ask questions. Before, I I used to kind of just say, yeah, sure, I'll help you out. Now, I pause, take a mental pause, and I ask for you know, more detail. So for example, I'll say, somebody says, Victor, I really need your help on this presentation. Well, tell me about the presentation. Tell me how far you've gotten into this presentation. Always a good question, by the way. And what else have you done? You know, 
you know, what do you need to get done? How many slides do you have? Do you have all the data? Do you have all the resources you need to put this presentation together? And in many cases, and I'm saying the majority of cases, people say, well, I, you know, I, I just have the concept down, I have the idea down, but I really haven't, you know, got the content together, haven't done as much research. And then I'll, next step number two then is I create a hurdle. And a hurdle is a task that I assign somebody and then have them come back to me. So for example, I'm talking to you, you say, Victor, well, I, I still need a lot of you know, stuff that I need to put in the presentation, some data points, some, you know, some stats, some case studies. I said, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you go put the presentation together, put your first cut together, include the, you know, the case studies, your data, your stats, your pie charts, whatever it may be, and then when you think you've got it to a point where it's ready to present, why don't you come back to me and then I'll take a look at it then. See what I did? I created hurdles. In other words, here's some tasks you need to do first before you get me involved. Because what typically happens, and it happens to me many times, people say, I just need a little bit of help. And then I never used to ask questions and I would jump into this project and next thing you know, I'm starting from zero or from scratch and I gotta do a lot of the work myself. So by asking questions and then creating those hurdles, hey, go do this, go get that, and then after you've done all that, come back and see me. And you know what happens nine out of 10 times? They don't come back. That's the fascinating part. Number three is that let's say they do come back. In the rare occasion that they do come back and you're still not convinced that you wanna do it, one of the things I do is I say something, I say, look, let me think about it. I'll just say, let me think about it, see if I have the time or the bandwidth to dedicate to doing that project. Because one of the questions I often ask is, you know, well, how much time is that gonna take? Because in my mind, I wanna know, how much time is that gonna take? And I have people who I've said, let me think about it, try to pressure me. And this is the line I use. Maybe you can use a variation, this line or a variation thereof. I'll say, look, Bill, Jane, I said, look, you, you, would, you wouldn't want me to say yes to something right now and then down the road, I can't do it. So let me give it some thought and then I'll get back to you on whether I can do it or not. Said another way I can say something like this, look, I said, I value our relationship. And the last thing I wanna do is say yes to something that I'm really not ready to commit to. So give me some time and I'll get back to you. And this is a way of kind of pushing back a little bit because you wanna make sure that your priorities are first. In other words, you have things to do, so let's focus on those things. And I always wanna remind people that people will play to your ego. Well, Victor, I'm coming to you because you're the best. Victor, I'm coming to you because people say you're the one that can actually do this. Victor, I'm coming to you because you are that go-to person. And that's your ego being led astray. And I always say, and it's not my line, but I always say, and I like to use this phrase, your ego is not your amigo. By that I mean, don't be pulled by your ego into doing something, a project that maybe you don't wanna do. And by the way, if you do have to say no, keep in mind, you don't have to explain why. For some reason, we think we have to explain why we don't wanna do something, be involved with something. I use short versions of no's. For example, I'll say no. I said, right now, that's not for me. No, right now is not a good time. No, you know, that's really not my focus. And I, I think you can find somebody else to do it that would probably serve you better. That's how I like to say no. So keep this in mind that people will try to guilt you, obligate you, create a sense of urgency on their part, and then try to transfer that to you or use the foot in the door, which is try to get you to do something small. And next thing you know, you wind up doing a lot. But keep in mind, the way to deal with this is ask questions, step number one. Number two, create hurdles. Hey, go do this, get all the stuff done, and then come back and see me and see if they're serious about it. And then number three, if you have to think about it, 
push back a little bit, say, let me give it some thought. And remember, you don't have to explain things. You simply say, no, that's not for me. Now's not a good time. That's just not my focus, whatever it is. And last but not least, remember that your ego is not your amigo. So when people try to butter you up, be careful because that's your ego making a decision and later on you will regret it. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform if you haven't already, Sales Velocity Academy. Over 50 courses, 500 videos. We're updating the database to the platform every month. So again, we got great courses to help you sell more faster. So if that's what you're interested in, speed and velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. That's salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.